It's the good, the bad, the sexy, and the gritty of business. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips, tools, and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. Hey, Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. For those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Michael Mojo. I'm the founder of Mojo Human Performance Institute, where we focus on business, mindset, and lifestyle hacking for driven mofos. Now, the reason why I do this is that most people waste their life, and I just don't want you to be one of them. Now, this is going to be a brand new topic that I'm going to do, or a brand new series that I'm going to do, and it's called Business Blackjack. And this is where I'm going to discuss the good, the bad, the sexy, and the gritty of what I learned from my encounters with other people's businesses, and also how others out there or how we can all use these lessons to improve our odds at winning in business and learning from those lessons. So let's get into it. I'm looking forward to this. So today, Jess and I go out for a big long walk and we go out once a week and we normally have a business meeting. And what I find is that it's better to have business meetings where we go for walks instead of just sitting in a fucking office and feeling like shit. Something that I know is that most business people repeat what other businesses do because they think that it's right. So they have meetings in boardrooms or they have meetings, you know, in cafes or whatever, but they don't actually ever ask themselves, how did they want to run business? What do they want to do? How do they want to operate? And what I found was that I have quite a few meetings with different members of the team. And if they're here in Adelaide on the ground, I would much prefer to go for a 45 minute or a one hour walk and have a discussion about business or have a discussion about their job role or have a discussion about a project that we're going to implement. And we go for a walk and we talk about it because I have a high value on exercise. Also sitting around for ages makes me feel like shit. I don't want to say that I have ADD because I think that most fucking business owners do. We don't like sitting around for too long. I just find I think better when I move. And so going out on those walks are a great way of having meetings without having to be stuck in a stuffy office. The only problem is though that sometimes it's hard to take notes, but you can still take voice notes and memos and shit on your phone when you're walking. So I just find sometimes it's more effective to do that. So today, Jess and I decide that we're going to go out, we're going to have a meeting. And so we walk to a cafe, which is about 30 minutes away and we just go for our walk and then we walk back afterwards. So we end up getting to this cafe. It's about 8.45, 8.50 and we walk into the cafe and we sit down at the table or just outside of the cafe. This person comes out and they say, we don't open till nine o'clock. But if you would like, I'll just bring you some menus straight away. Now, first of all, as a patron, I don't really care. I don't care when the cafe opens or doesn't open and all that sort of stuff. And it's nice to know that the cafe opens at nine. But what it made me think of straight away is that a lot of time in business, we justify why we do things or why things are problems or why things happen when to the customer, they don't really care. And the reason why I'm doing business blackjack is that not only do these help me to improve our business or us as a team to improve our business, I'm hoping to be able to share these insights with the listeners on here as well, or you know, you guys and girls out there, because I think that it's amazing if you can go out and look at other people's businesses and what they do well and what they don't do well and how you can implement those learnings into your own business. It made me really think about all the times where I will justify things that happen in our business and say, well, you know, this doesn't happen until this. And you go into these big, long rants and these big, long stories. But in all honesty, the customer does not give a fuck. They just want the outcome or they want the result. They don't care about the story. And so it really made me think about what we do as a business and our customer service as a whole and our implementation with our customers and the way we do things. And I thought, shit, we sometimes do this as well, where we explain things that the customer doesn't really care about. You know, I'm going to a cafe because I want coffee and I want food. And they're telling me, you know, we don't open till we're nine, blah, blah, blah. And you know, there's this story there. Well, I don't really care. I just want my coffee and I want my food. Like I'm more than happy to walk another 30 seconds away and go to the next cafe if you don't want to serve me. So that was the first thing that went through my mind straight away and thought this is an improvement that we can improve in our business because the customers don't give a shit about all of the fucking chaos that goes on in our business. And all businesses have this, right? There's no 
such thing as a smooth running business. If there is, it's because everything's going well in the industry and that won't last long. So that's number one. Then as you know, breakfast goes along, breakfast comes out, we eat it all, and Jess and I start working. And so we're working for probably about 45 minutes and no one's even come out to check. So no one comes out and checks on us to see if everything's okay. And I thought I'd really enjoy another coffee. So I'd love another coffee and still no one comes out. Eventually about an hour, into our breakfast. Well, we've already eaten our breakfast, but an hour into us getting there, this young girl comes out and she goes, oh, I'll take the plates and clean up the table for you. So she takes the first group of plates. So there were some plates on the table. She takes the plates and there were the empty coffees and everything like that that we had. And she didn't clean those up. She grabbed the plates and I thought, oh, she's going to come back and she'll get the cups and everything. And then she'll ask for our order again, or, you know, if we'd like to order more coffees. And we ended up sitting there for another half an hour doing work and they didn't come back out, ask us for water, ask us for coffee or anything like that. And so I thought, what a waste of money because it obviously costs money. First of all, it costs a lot of money to acquire a customer in most businesses. And then from there, you need to make sure that customers have a lifetime value. Now, if you've got a cafe, the amount of time that a customer spends in the cafe really needs to be, there's a relative number to the amount that they spend. Now, if no one's going out and asking them if they want another coffee, if they would like more water, would they like a glass of wine? Would you like any more food or anything like that? And they're not asking for those orders, then essentially that table is just sitting there empty and they're not making money. And so I thought about our business straight away and I thought, where do we do this as well where we spend quite a bit of money acquiring a customer, but where in our business do we have gaps where we don't look after our customers enough or offer upsells or consistently give them opportunities to buy? Where do we do this? And where can we build those gaps? We've got lots of products. We have you know, everything from free products to free downloads right through to $120,000 worth of coaching for 12 months. There's this huge, vast product range of $49 products, $69 products, yet very rarely do we keep putting them in front of customers to buy. Now, they might not buy the $49 product, which is improve your marketing, but they might buy the one that's improve your sales because at the moment, sales is the problem. But unless we're consistently putting in front of them and asking for the purchase, then they're not going to buy. Now, it's not that I don't want to buy. I want to spend more money. I want to get another coffee, but they're not giving me the opportunity to buy that coffee unless I get up and go and do something. And that happens a lot in business. I see it happen consistently. And I thought about it from our business and I went, shit, we do this consistently as well. And it's probably something that we can really improve upon where we can keep putting more offers out where we can keep helping people. I know in my mind, sometimes I go, well, I just don't want to be an organization that just consistently tries to sell shit to everybody all the time. But the truth is that we're in business to make money. Business is a money-making venture. Now, good businesses that last an extended period of time have a great mission. Now, I know that we have a great mission. So the mission is there. I'm not going anywhere. And you know, I don't expect to not be in this business. I don't have any reason to retire. Like I love what I do. If we're really trying to help people, why aren't we helping people by giving them the opportunity to consistently buy products and services that will help their business grow or help the business owner or help people around them work on their mindset or their mental performance or all the things that we do better than probably the majority of our industry in most cases. Why don't we do that? And it reminded me exactly of this cafe again, where I just went, shit, this is a reflection of the gaps that we have in our business sometimes as well, where we let those things slip. That was another thing. Then I thought, where do we say that we're going to do something and then don't follow through on it? So I thought this young girl was going to come back out and grab our coffee cups and clean up the table, but she cleaned up half of the table. Now, where in our business do we half implement things? And so I really thought about that from a different perspective. Where are we doing things where we're not consistently following through on stuff? And so again, it brought up gaps. Now, this was a beautiful opportunity for us to get out there and to clean up our business, to make sure that we're doing better, to make sure that we're improving our service. So I hope for those of you out there as well, this is going to be a really good reminder for number one, the customer doesn't really give a shit about what's going on in the background of your business. It doesn't care about your problems. It doesn't care about your frustrations. It doesn't care that you've got a tool that's broken or that 
marketing's expensive or the prices have gone up, the customer doesn't give a shit about that. They just want the job done in most cases, or they just want the product or service that you're offering and they want it done in a really good way. So maybe this is a really great opportunity for everyone listening, just like it was for me, to really think about the way you communicate with your customers and even your database as a whole. And then secondly, where in your business do you do what this cafe did, where it didn't offer more products or services or upsells or potential opportunities? Now, if you're out there and you're thinking sales is money, I would say to probably reframe that. I did a sales training yesterday actually with an organization. I'm going to be putting up some fucking awesome sales training. I guarantee if what I'm about to drop on YouTube doesn't make you, if not a million bucks, just from the training that I'm about to drop, or if not tens of millions of dollars, depending on how big your business is. This sales training that I did yesterday for an organization or for a business was absolutely mind-blowing. And a lot of it was around simple strategic things that we do in business that actually helps the customer. But when you think about it from a sales perspective and you think that sales is money and money is sales, it becomes this really gritty, dirty thing. And what I said at the start of that training yesterday was who in here thinks that sales is this like cheesy thing where you're trying to use NLP and manipulation tactics and mindset tools and persuasion and shit to get people to buy. The people on there put up both put up their hand and they went, yeah, that's exactly how we feel. And I said, well, if that's true, do you like buying things? And they said, we love buying stuff. And I said, okay, well, how did you buy stuff if someone didn't sell it to you? And I said, the buying experience should be highly pleasurable. It should be enjoyable. And if the sales experience isn't pleasurable, it means that something's fucked up and something's going wrong. And so when most people think about sales, they think about sales that goes wrong. They don't think about the pleasure that they're giving of someone being able to buy something that they want. No one can buy anything if no one sells something. And so when I think about sales, I'm always thinking, how can I help the person? So if I'm going to sell a $20,000 product, how can I help them make $200,000 to a million dollars with that product? You know, when someone complains about, well, I'm stressed out all the time, how can I help them by giving them a product or a service that can help them with their stress? Because it's going to probably change their family dynamic. It's going to change the way they feel about themselves. It's going to make them enjoy every day. It's going to probably help their health outcomes. It's probably going to improve their customer relations. That's how I think about selling that product of dealing with stress. So if you're going out there and thinking, well, it's this money thing that, you know, I've got to ask someone for money and I don't want to hit them up too much and I don't want to hassle them. Or you're going out there thinking that sales is directly related to your bank balance and that is your number one priority. Then sales is always going to be gritty. It's going to be dirty. It's going to be disgusting and it's not going to be fun. Whereas it's really helping others. You want to establish a need. Now I'm at a cafe and I want to spend more money because I want more coffee. I want more caffeine. I want to get jacked up for the day. This person by not coming out didn't give me the opportunity to buy. So she actually took away from my experience. So I want you to think about that in your sales of your own business. Is there a way of being able to offer a product or a service in a different way with an upsell or a cross-sell or a downsell where your customers are going to get a better customer experience and going to be able to have something that's more beneficial to them by you offering them that? And if you do that well, you increase the earnings or you increase the profits of your company in most cases, unless you're selling shit that has low profit margins or no profit margins. But if your business is working well, you should be able to sell more and make a greater profit or greater margins because you're upselling, downselling, cross-selling and giving people more more opportunities to buy things, but it's because you've established a need in the first place. Now that's what the cafe didn't do. They didn't need to establish a need because it was already there. But what they needed to do then was to come back and ask if I wanted another coffee or if I wanted more food. That's how McDonald's made so much money is with their, would you like fries or would you like to upsize that? They just asked the question and put it right in front of you. And most of the time people say yes. Okay. But they didn't do that at this cafe this morning. So it was a really great reminder 
for us to get our shit together as a business and put more opportunities out there for people to buy because it's more opportunities to help people in a way and give them what they want. And also people are buying shit. So if you can give them the things that they want, they'll keep coming back. They're repeat customers. Everyone loves buying stuff. I think in most cases, unless they have you know problems around money, but most people enjoy buying things. So I think this is a really important lesson. Then the final thing was that I went in there to pay and the staff were just doing stuff. And I stood there for about probably three to four minutes before anyone even noticed me. Now, when you do that and you don't acknowledge someone who's there waiting for customer support or customer service, it takes away immediately. Like if you think about it, if you walk into the airport and there's a huge lineup and someone's standing there and they go, you know, I apologize that there's a big lineup, everyone, but please just make yourself comfortable. Straight away, you feel acknowledged and you're fine with the lineup. But if you get there and you're waiting there for ages and no one's giving you any attention, straight away that can take away from the customer experience. So I know that this is something that sometimes we can miss out on where an email comes through and instead of me just sending an email back as a response and going, hey mate, I'll get back to you later or I'll respond to you in the next like 48 hours that's normally fine because you've been acknowledged. Whereas when it's just sitting there after 24, 48 hours, you go, shit, did they get it? And so people start to make these ideas up about what's happening in their head. So I think that it's really important to go through and analyze your business with some of the stuff that I was speaking about today and see if some of these things can help you to grow your business and close those gaps. There's always gonna be gaps in business. There's always gonna be problems. But if we can use other people's businesses to look as a bit of a reflection or a bit of a mirror into our own business and find out how we can improve those things that frustrate us about other people's businesses, I guarantee your business will consistently grow, you'll consistently excel, and you'll consistently improve the quality of your products, your services, and the way you deliver things. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please jump across to my YouTube channel. It's MichaelMojo00 on YouTube. I am going to be dropping some wicked trainings in the next couple of weeks. These are going to be extended trainings. They're free. So please, if you haven't already done so, jump across to YouTube, hit that subscribe button, because when I drop them, they're only going to be available on YouTube. I'm going to be doing some stuff with some sales training, some marketing training, and some wild mindset stuff that I guarantee you would have probably never heard before and never seen before. So please make sure you jump across, hit that subscribe button. Remember Driven Mofos, never underestimate the dream.